Hi, welcome back to another episode of Marriage is Soul, Nicole. So if you had tuned in to last week's episode, we have just started a new, very short three-episode series called Power of Prayer, P-O-P, okay? The pop, okay, the pop in your life, okay? We are pop star, we are pop, you know, soda, whatever. Right now, we also have pop up, which is Power of Prayer, okay? So we have our dear friend B here, uh, hashtag prayer warrior, hashtag sister in Christ, hashtag feminine genius, it's over here. Okay, taking us. Oh my! Yeah, I'm in so many hashtags, so many, you know, you know, in a world of labels. Oh. Yes. Yeah, she's over here. Thanks, girl. Yeah, spilling them truths. Okay, so today the truth that she's going to spill with. Yeah. (laughs) Because today is um the the question is why do we pray? Wow. So last episode we're talking about what is prayer, right? Talking about like what is prayer in a secular age. What does it look like? No, our relationship with prayer. And then now I think we're delving deeper into the why because a lot of people, I think, not only like our Catholic friends, our non Catholic friends also ask us, why do you pray? Right? And maybe I'll share a few thoughts and then be, you know, just feel free to, to jump in. There's some preliminary thoughts I have, right? As to like, why do we pray? I think that's very closely linked to what we pray for. Like, you know, what do we pray for? And we pray for like, you know, petition. Uh, thank- Sometimes we have like petition, which is basically, uh, Lord, come, this is my list. I show you the list. Uh, you, you tell me what you think about it. You know, that, that's the first <laughs> starting point. Huh? Mm. And then we have the reverse, which is Thanksgiving. I thank the Lord you know, for what he has done in my life. Uh, and then also it's about praying for different people uh, you know, in our lives who have also presented us you know, with certain things that are on their minds. Uh, and they are kind of searching. I feel like everyone who asks me to pray for them, right, is trying to search for something. They're trying to, look for something right that mm. they can cling on a constant sense a sense of constancy you know like it doesn't mean like necessarily an answer because i feel that sometimes why we pray is like to find the answer la. like you know so you tell me yes or no ah? like that we like basically uh, like, i feel like sometimes that's what i'm trying to pray now so it says yes no maybe uh give me a sign give me a sign <laughs> no that's just the kind of prayer that sometimes unfortunately you know emerges uh, mm. when we are very like tired you know and and searching right but also there's like mm. sometimes for me like prayer is also about gaining clarity uh, about uh, my own desires, you know, why do I want certain things? Why do I want to walk down this path? You know, is this for me? And for me, that's also like, you know, kind of like the changing landscape of like why I pray. That's something it used to be really about, you know, uh, certain intentions of my mind. And then now it's more about coming from a place of, I think as we were saying in the first episode, that, that point of intimacy like, and actually, like, knowing knowing God, like, we'll never fully know Him, but we will know, like, you know, Him in a deeper way, in a very incremental way, as we go deeper, lah, into our prayer life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I, that's what I, uh, some of my thoughts as well, lah, so far. Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree on the, on the fact that you say that, um, sometimes it can be, like, we, we, we see God as, uh, uh, a vending machine right or like that magic ball you know give us some answers kind of thing yeah but I think I realized over time also I gotta be uh, comfortable with uh, not receiving answers all the time you know I think that's that's how he is like teaching me also to be patient and to keep trusting in his plan because his plans are always better than than mine you see um, I, I think um yeah, you're, you're right about the the whole, like, we constantly ask for uh, intentions, petitions, and sometimes thanksgiving. 
um and some as someone who who um yeah uh worries a lot so uh it's 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 easy to just you know uh check in with myself and ask like oh, okay who or what is weighing on my mind and heart at this moment and then like offer that up in prayer um and and i'm it took me a while to to reach that 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 point where i would offer that offer that worry or um uh, that thought up in mind or that person up in mind uh in prayer um but uh i i think okay bringing in again one of one of my um saints saints quotes because i really like saint quotes um saint padre pio he he says like if you have time to worry you have time to pray oh so um <laughs> yes that, that's like oh shoot straight through my heart <laughs> which is true lah, which is true you know uh, rather than like wasting my time and worrying about it and not have having answers and having my teeth disrupted i think you know, talking this out, you know, as we were saying, in, like, we were having that conversation in, in episode one, right? Um, having a conversation with the Lord about this, right? You know, sometimes helps us also. Lah. Yeah. And um, I think what um, made me realize that um, I, I really need to pray. Right? I was, I was uh, quite struck by this session speaker uh, at one point of time during a retreat. You know, he, he very bluntly uh, Put it like he said, actually, the Lord doesn't need our prayers. You know, the the Lord doesn't even need us. You know, he's not he's not that kind of king, right? Where he requires us to like worship him. Then you might ask, like, why pray, right? Why bother? So I really thought about it. You know, yeah, yeah, for what? You know, and then he said, it's because we need him. He oh don't need goodness. us, but we need him. And I realized. Right, I was like, yes. "Wow, OMG, what that is true." Is that? I, I, yeah, I need the Lord. I need the Lord to be my savior. I need the Lord to be my friend. I need the Lord to be the lover of my soul, and I need Him to be my hope. You see, to be my everything, uh. Yeah, so that's the reason why I, I realized that okay, that's my, that's the reason why I'm praying now. You know, like because I need Him. Yeah, and and that really was like. Uh, whew, mind blown moment for me like wow really like the Lord is everything and uh, whoever I, I need him to be he's there you know he's that constant as you were talking about being constant also like he's that constant yeah and he really is just like waiting for me all the time yeah and it's you know it, it warms my heart like and, and also uh, breaks my heart right when I think about my own behavior of like wow he is like the king of my heart, the king of kings, right? And yet I make him wait for me, you know? And he's willing to <laughs> wait for me, you know? So I'm just like, wow. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I have to, I have to spend time with the Lord. I have to have that conversation with the Lord. And yeah, I have to allow him to um, work his way into my life also. Lah. So yeah, I think that's, that's how my disposition towards prayer has been at this point of time also. Um, yeah, realizing that uh, I truly, truly need a lot. If not, if not, I cannot. Yeah, like how how am I gonna go about my day? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that is so powerful. Uh, when you were saying like the Lord doesn't actually need us to worship Him, but we need Him, and I think that is such an important thing. Uh, for all of us to remember at this point in time, because I think some of us think that prayer is like you know like defeat like, You know. 
I've tried all other means mm. to, you know, get to a certain yes. point, right? And then like, no, then I, I cannot really last. So then I just pray, you know, and I see what happens. I know like sometimes, unfortunately, that's how mm. people, you know, some of us come to prayer because we're like, we already give up, right? And then we, we actually turn to it. But I feel like we can adopt a more radical perspective and say that, you know, mm. the first instinct when I do encounter a challenge is to pray. Not to go and you know, use my mind and Amen. try and you know figure out okay all the connections how am I going to like you know solve my problem right but like you know even before we record the podcast mm. I be like remember we have to pray and I was like yes yes that's right you know, so I'm like yes you know like <laughs> before you do anything or you undertake anything right you know of like you know, that you're going to do in your life it can be like very small things like before you go to work before you do something you know uh, before you meet a friend you know mm. it just it just has to be like an instinct right. Like it's an instinct, like you know, sometimes our instinct is like, oh, you know, got got car uh coming across the road, so we stop. Right? So similarly, it's like you know, an mm. instinct is to like, it's 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 kind of built into our system now, you know, and our and our processes that we think that okay, I'm gonna be going through a difficult season. I'm gonna go for this thing. I'm going to do something. So my first instinct is to pray, right? Instead of being the last resort, mm. <laughs> people say pray is the last. You know, pray is sometimes the last resort. And I'm like, hey, why not? Why not the first right, resort? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is the last resort. Maybe it can Indeed. be the first yeah. resort. Yeah, and that comes from like I think also the difficulty. I think that a lot of us have like, like surrendering, right? Because I like, you know to, to pray is to really to offer mm. up, you know, this thing that's on your heart. Because you've been trying to like you know like work your way around it. You've been trying to find all kinds of ways and means to fill this gap, you know, that maybe some of us feel also, right? Then you're like, hey. Actually, right, what am I doing? Mm. Uh, like, actually, on the, on the whole, like, I've been uh, generally pretty lost. Uh, and then realizing that actually the Lord is just trying to find you. And I realized what you were saying, be about like, well, he's willing to wait for me. And I'm like, oh, really? Le? Hashtag mm. king of my heart. Le. Hashtag king of my heart. Yeah, <laughs> waiting for me. Mm. Like, yeah, I know. Sometimes he's like, hey, like, you know, so long never hear from you. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when you're a friend, like, so long never yeah. hear from you. Okay or not? Huh? And then sometimes your friends may get you know, a bit offended. Hey, you know, I never reply my message. Lah, you know, that kind of thing. But he's like, it's okay. He never say like, hey, go, you never pay. Ah. You know, I'm going to note it down yeah. somewhere. You know, as if like, you know, it's like a, like a logbook or what. Like, he's going to do that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm sure there's, there's I'm, I, if I recall, there's a Bible first where he says he doesn't even like, you know, count these things, right? You know, he doesn't even, uh, you know, like write mm-hmm. these things down. Now, he's more interested in the fact that we're coming to him with that like disposition now. So I think that yeah, what you were saying, yeah. I think really like reminded me la, about how can we like continue to pray in the face uh, of challenges. Very similar to what you also said in the first episode, be about finding joy in the struggle. Like maybe that joy is just to like mm. like at the end of the long day, just to really just approach you in prayer. La. And I do remember, I, I think I remember there's this like worship song, Boldly I Approach, or Boldly We Are, okay, I, I think I may have messed up the middle part, but I know there's Correct. a word, Boldly and Approach <laughs> in the song. Yes, Boldly We Approach a Throne. A yes, We I Approach, know it's okay, I it's approach great. a We Approach, thank you so much, B is by the I way, think B it's is I. Also, wait, wait, no, I, no, it's I or me? Okay. I maybe. I think Bolly, I approach your throne. I think so. Oh, I think oh, it's I, I. I. Okay, I okay. think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Bill is here as an expert, okay, uh, and the worship uh, music, and she's also very talented. So we'll keep that uh, for another time uh, in the next episode when we talk about how to pray, okay? She'll give us a bit of a demo, uh, okay? Uh, but. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, really just like mm. boldly approaching him, uh, you know, in this, in this challenging time. Yeah. And I also feel like uh, sometimes when we do pray, we also like, 
I think you also like touched on this just now, that we think that there's going to be a definite answer no? or an outcome. Like, oh, after I pray for five days, right, the answer will come in terms of a burning bush outside my window. Like, hey, excuse me. That is, it may happen, <laughs> not, not, not to discount that it will not happen. Maybe it will happen. Okay? Yeah. But indeed. sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay? So we have to be okay, lah, you know, with mm. this uncertainty and, and things like that. And for me, I think something mm. that has really like, not really troubled me, but like been on my mind, I think it's like, um, you know, when faced with challenges and, you know, uh, when I say I will pray for you, right, to a person who is facing challenges, sometimes they do ask me like, hey, why, why, what's the point of praying, right? If, you know, my situation is not going to improve or, you know, if this person is not going to recover, right? Or this thing is not going to change. Why do you keep praying, right? And that has been like uh, something that's been on my mind and my, my heart. And I've really been thinking about that. But I don't know whether, B, you have any like thoughts about that. Mm, yeah, I feel it on that. I think um, there's one, actually, right? When you, when you brought about this, point where we say like hey I pray for you I think this was one thing that honestly I struggled with uh, for quite a while um, because uh, what do I mean by struggle as in um, whenever friends because being in ministry this is something that a lot of people say all the time like hey I pray for you I pray for you and I'm just like thinking to myself like what, what, what does that mean what, what does it mean to like uh, I pray for you and then like uh, it's not like a it's not like they on the spot pray for me kind of no. It's like a, like a parting ways like oh okay okay I hear you I, and I pray for you lah and then full stop that's it. So so yeah so so after that for a while I've been carrying this this part also of like oh what what does it mean to like pray for me and it doesn't even give me any like consolation like it doesn't even give me any like uh warm fuzzy feelings to know that someone is praying for me because. Uh, I mean, this is also a per- very personal thing where, where I obviously didn't uh, believe in the power of prayer, right? So that's why, you know, okay lah, even if two people come and tell me I pray for you, so it doesn't make a difference ah, you know, to me at least <laughs> at that point of time. Yeah, so I think the most important thing that I realized um, over time is that um, it's important to empathize with uh, a friend and, and see what their needs are at that point of time. And perhaps, you know, it doesn't have to go to the extent of uh, me telling of that friend, uh, I pray for you. But already we have a prayer of disposition, uh, a disposition of prayer, sorry. We have already a disposition of prayer that we are able to pray for that person um, in our hearts or at our own time, you know. And then perhaps, you know, pray for an openness in that person's life so that um, who knows, you know, if that person is open to praying together, you know, praying in community. It, you know, uh, as, as scripture says, right, when, when two or more are gathered in my name, yeah, there I am with, uh, with them. So, um, yeah, I think there is uh, power in, in numbers in that sense where when we pray with a friend and also at least, um, you know, that friend also knows that you, you genuinely want to pray lah. For them but of course it's it's easy to to say this but um at the end of the day uh, when it comes to facing our our challenges facing our demons right um yeah um going back to what you said about how prayer can be a last resort um i think i think that's that's it's very easy to 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 see prayer as, as that lah you know as a very uh transactional thing like sometimes we feel like oh the more i pray 
the more likely I'm, 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 I'm supposed to get signs about like what I'm praying for or the more likely like the Lord is supposed to do something for me. Like we have the expectation of like, hey, you know, like Jesus, I, I pray a lot eh. or like, hey, uh, dearest mother, uh, uh, mother Mary, I, 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 sit, I sit my rosary every day. So can help me or not, you know, like the expectation of like, yeah, can help me or not. Um, which I'm sure the, the, the Lord, right, wants to help and, and is already, you know, uh, working his way. Um, but as a mere human being here, like who, who has um, obviously like not much wisdom, right? Still growing, still growing and still learning. I realized that um, my time and the Lord's time are two different timelines. You know, like how Avengers have different timelines. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, man. in that last um yeah yeah correct correct like they like right? they tell us about different timelines right that that really struck me because I was like oh my like that is so true like the timeline that I'm in and the timeline that I have in mind is obviously very different from what the Lord has in mind you know so yeah going back to the whole like trusting in Him again and and um yeah just as how He has been there for me right I think it's also um it's very good for us to also be there for others um yeah and to like pray with others also lah. yeah it's it, i feel it's important also to have like like-minded individuals like like-minded friends who have the same zeal and passion for the lord because it, we're, we're in a very like difficult race here you know like it's not it's not an easy it's not an easy uh, journey you know uh the the life the christian life that we are called to is not easy at all not for the faint-hearted <laughs> yeah um so definitely it helps to be in community uh, with people who can um, encourage you and support you and pray for you. And one thing that also um, helped me during this time, because like, when we are away from, uh, we can't really meet friends in person. I think um, technology like, has helped us a lot, right? In a sense where we can like drop them a text, okay? And I, I realized like, even... Uh, sending like shooting a quick um prayer over text right uh as you say like okay like i'll pray for you right and then like really pray for that person over text by sending like okay i pray that you have um you lean on the lord more today you know that simple like one line wow i thought it brings me so much uh strength you know especially when it's been such a long or tough day and i know like i have uh like yeah for example uh, many more uh things to do you know throughout the night yeah, I, I think that's great. So like, mm, being really like present for someone in that sense, it doesn't have to be a physical presence, but like, um, yeah, just like uh, using technology in that sense to be there for that person and telling them like, hey, I pray for you and the Lord is with you and that you don't journey alone. Um, yeah, I think that's that's like the best way to like face our challenges as a, as a team, uh, knowing that we are a team with the Lord and a team with our community. Yeah. Yeah, and I really like, I think, uh, what you're saying about, I think, sending a text, I think, to someone, uh, you know, just to remind them, I think, that you are thinking about them and therefore you're praying for them uh, you know, in that particular season uh, of their life. I think that's very beautiful uh, because the why is now, like, more other-centered, right? Like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like, um, being present with that person, even though you may not be able to do so physically, but through technology, Right, being able to remind that person that you know, hey, you know, uh, God has got this stuff, you know, and I'm, I'm also like, you know, I'm also praying for you in that, in that time. There's like an active element, uh, to it. And also another point I think that really resonate with is the, 
part about expecting something in return. Then it become very transactional, right? But that's not, I mean, if we were to kind of characterize prayer as a relationship with the Lord, right? You know, establishing and maintaining this relationship with the Lord. Like we cannot go into the relationship with the Lord and say, hey, you know, uh, Lord, after I pray five times, okay, this is going to be the end goal. No, that's because we expect something. And then, you know, the true love is basically not expecting anything in return, right? But continuously, you know, connecting with reaching out to the beloved. And the beloved is also reaching out to us uh, in a way, right? And on our own, and, and on his timeline, uh, not the Avengers timeline or our own timeline or our own Indeed. concept. Of yeah. <laughs> then we're like super impatient. I can't even wait for a bus. Mm. You know, like we wait for the bus, we say, Allah, the bus not coming. Uh, you know, I'm going to be late. You know? Then I'm like, yeah. sometimes, right, why the bus is late is because mm. there's a higher purpose that we just don't know. Okay. Maybe we have avoided something or we're not supposed to get on that bus. You know, I love to use mm. the bus analogy. Mm. Yeah. So I say, so oh, true. come on, I miss this bus. Uh. I'm like, yeah. Maybe the next bus is better. We don't know, right? How you know you can't see that the bus is coming. That's why you that's why Amen. I love it when you're saying I know that we always yeah. are not this ways, you know. Uh you know, we, we just can't really see the bigger Indeed. picture. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I know, like mm. I think going back to what we were discussing, I think this episode as so like why we pray. I think like you know, what what, what I'm hearing is that you know, moving away from that sort of like transactional, you know, idea of prayer to pray as, you know, an opportunity to reach out, right, to the people, you know, in our community, to remind mm-hmm. them, you know, of God's presence in their lives. And one very beautiful thing that I wanted to just end off on is the part where you're talking about opening people's hearts, right, and opening their minds. Mm-hmm. Not, not, like, not trying to say that, oh, after I pray for this person, or this person is going to, like, you know, uh, acknowledge Jesus, or, you know, he's going to have a continu- complete change of heart. going to be a completely different person, made a new, I mean, we would love for that to happen. But sometimes it's just a gradual process, you know, that person's slightly warming up to the idea or that person is slowly, you know, the, the heart, mm. the ground is softening. I think prayer is about watering the grounds, mm. you know, watering the ground so that the soil oh, is indeed. softer. And then, you know, basically all your good fruits and uh, I don't want to say vegetables. I don't even, the Bible never talk about vegetables. Okay, fruits, <laughs> fruits are coming out from fruits. the ground. Fruits, okay, fruits have to go on trees. Like, okay, my biology yeah. a bit like, you know, but yeah, the, the fruits, <laughs> yeah, the trees are coming out. And then, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, fruits are nice. Mm. We've been talking about fruits. Yeah, and therefore, our prayer can bear fruit. Like, can bear these fruits uh, in Amen. our lives and in the lives of others. Yeah. So, I think this yeah. is like a really good... I, I think, uh, you know, this yeah. like... Oh, yeah, I, I think it reminds me also like um, um, of, of, you know, another Saint, Saint Monica, uh, Saint Augustine of Hippo's mom. So Saint Monica is like, like someone who has like a lot of faith. La. You know, I know we were talking about like how um, we pray without like expecting the Lord to like do something in, in that sense or like give us that particular thing. Um... Because like he knows what we need exactly. So e- even like if if he were to answer our prayer, it might not be in the way that we expect or in the way that we want. Um, yeah. But I feel like most importantly is to have that faith that like, for example, say Monica displayed, you know, when she she was praying for a change in uh in the hearts of her her son and, and her husband. And you know, that that took like many years, you know, of uh, devoted prayer and faithfulness uh, in, in, in the Lord and also um, uh, having that hope. So I feel like although we might not have like, uh, we, we shouldn't like, um, uh, 
look at our, our prayer life as like something transactional, as you said. But that doesn't mean we cannot have hope. You know what I mean? Like we, we should still hope that, yes, you know, hope in the Lord's goodness. I hope that, that uh, he continues to work uh, um, the many, many miracles that we are unaware of also in our daily lives. Yeah, so I feel like, oh, St. Monica, like I'm reminded of St. Monica's like faith here, like the fact that she was going through so much suffering and like, I bet, I bet you like people would have asked her like, why are you praying? Like, isn't this like a hopeless cause? Your whole family is already like, like gone case kind, right? But look at where her, her, her prayer and her devotion to the Lord like brought her la, and, and the entire family, you know? Yeah, her, her husband converted and and her, her son, yeah, became like a saint. I'm like, wow, like if that is not Amazing. the power of prayer, if that's oh, not the proof of me, power yeah. prayer, yeah. What is, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I just wanted to like share about St. Monica because I, I, also, I also love her. Like, I feel like she's a great example of, of um, yeah, how she faced like challenges with prayer as her, her, her weapon in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you, B, I think, for that uh, powerful example of St. Monica, I think, and St. Augustine. Yeah, because, like, you know, I think retaining that hope also, like, not to be completely jaded, right? You pray, oh, you know, like, I pray also like that, like, you know, like, no, I pray, but hey, at the Lord's time, uh, after the many years, right, St. Monica sees this change happening in, like, her husband, right, and then her son. And then that's mm. such a beautiful thing, right? You know, like you thought that, I think she actually at one point probably thought, like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to my son. And then after that, now she's like, whoa, you know, my son is like one of the greatest things, you know, and um, people are looking yeah. up to him. Yeah. There's so much inspiration. Yeah. And I think, yeah, mm. you know, I think we really delve, I think, very deep and deep into the why, right, uh, of prayer. Like, why do we pray, you know, you know, retaining that hope uh, that the Lord will fulfill like, his promises to us in our lives. And I think that's going to be a very uh, beautiful segue in, into our last episode, which is our next episode, which is the how to pray. And I'm going to be very pleased to hear more from B in the next episode. So thank you, B, I think, for joining us yeah, on this particular episode. Thank you. Woo-hoo. Thanks, thanks. <laughs>